Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles. Today is Tuesday the 5th of September 2017. Thank you as always for stopping by. The first thing I just have to share with you today is um, in yesterday's episode I mentioned about Lucky, our cat, um, waking us up around 6am every day by typically appearing on somebody's chest. Um, So Mel, who I've mentioned before in these podcasts, who's a real um, supporter of mine and the Ralphs, um, she's the young woman who I mentioned does these um, pastel portraits for uh, the Ralph site, which is my non-profit pet bereavement site. Um, anyway, so Mel sent uh, a tweet this morning saying that um, whilst Lucky may wake us up by sleeping on our chest or getting on our chest in the morning, her cat actually spends the whole night sleeping on her chest. And this is the classic bit. And then wakes her up by biting her toes in the morning. Um, and then what with being arty and all of that, Mel then sent a picture um, of a kind of illustrated foot and toes um, very close to a cat's mouth. It's pretty funny. If you're on Twitter, please look up my uh, Twitter account, which is at VetEMCC, at VetEMCC, and you'll be able to see um, that picture because I retweeted it earlier. Anyway, um... In terms of today, another good good long day. Um, I think the the main theme of today has really been about um, asking others, crowdsourcing, that sort of thing. For two reasons, really. The first is I've mentioned before that um, we're working on the designs for the Ralph, the referral hospital, and you know that I've shared the designs with a small group of people to get some feedback. And that has proved to be immensely helpful. Um, very glad that I did it. And the upshot of it is that I think we're going to end up significantly changing the designs that we had before. Um, there's been a few kind of points where you're like, oh, I am so glad that was pointed out now, rather than in three months' time or six months' time or even worse, after we open. You know, and having said that, some of the feedback that's come back, I'm, you know, I'm not going to action it. I'm not going to act on it either because we've already considered it and discarded it or because on reflection now, um, you know, I don't think it's, it's suitable. And sometimes it's purely a matter of resource, you know, um, as a startup that's sort of on a limited budget, there are, there's lots of things I'd like to be able to do. Um, but we're not going to be able to do it all. (laughs) So, you know, so not everything that's been fed back can be done, but certainly there's been a few things that I think have been, you know, really, really important. The other context in which um, this sort of notion of talking to other people and getting their input was raised today is I run an online um, community, I suppose, uh, called Veterinary ECC Smalltalk, um, which is an emergency and critical care project. I say community, I suppose, because really it's a Facebook group, but I, you know, I do, I do consider them to be a community. And then I have an email list. Um, and Lara, who's another big fan and supporter, and I've also mentioned before, some time ago, I'd been asking about journal clubs and practices, and she had actually suggested the idea of, you know, what about if we did an online 
Emergency and Critical Care Journal Club. So I'd recently run a survey where I'd asked um, members of the community what they thought about the idea. And, uh, you know, before I closed the survey, I'd had about 350 responses, which I was obviously pretty happy about. And I won't go into all the details, but there was overwhelming support for the idea. But it also stemmed to me thinking of another idea. And I'm going to break off now, but I'll update you and tell you about the other idea after the interlude. So back in a sec. I'm back. So I mentioned in the previous segment that I'd done the survey um, about possibly having an online journal club. But some of the responses to that survey got me to thinking that I wondered whether I should set up a free membership site. Um, at the moment, the ECC community is sort of split between Facebook group and an email list, and obviously there's overlap. There are some people in the email list that don't really do Facebook very much, some people in the Facebook group that aren't on the email list and so on. And especially when I was thinking around the journal club and how it might work, especially with different time zones across the world and, and all that sort of stuff, um, how to discuss how to get the best format out of it, sharing it with others. Um, and there's various other reasons I won't get into it as to why you know a membership site might make more sense than a Facebook group. Um, you know, and again, I've just basically thought, well, you know what, I'll just go back to the community and ask them the question as to what they think of the idea. Um, and accordingly, you know, we'll make a decision about whether to do it or not. Now, I've said before that, you know, you can't have decision making by committee. Um, and, you know, at some point, somebody actually has to make a decision, especially if you're trying to move forward and get stuff done. And, well, you know, already from these episodes, I'm pretty busy got a lot of stuff on. Um, and whilst there is as that adage about, you know, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Um, I still think, you know, we, we clearly all have our limitations and sometimes, especially with entrepreneurial type of people, they call it shiny light syndrome or something like that. You know, it's basically this idea that you just want to keep having new ideas and doing things. But of course, you can't just keep doing new things without making sure that you follow through and consolidate and really maximize the potential of each new idea. So, you know, you have to find this balance. Um, in my context, something like this membership site and the journal club, which may become sort of incorporated into the membership site, it kind of feels like the right thing to be doing as long as the community wants it. My emergency and critical care project, in fairness, is sort of, I think, at an interesting place because my personal output of content has dropped quite dramatically because of just not enough time. And yet on the flip side, the Facebook group is just continuing to get busier and busier. And I'm admitting new members every day. So it sort of seems to have, you know, um, kind of really picked up in pace in the last few weeks. And, you know, from the responses I had about the journal club and the ones I've got so far about the membership site, I do feel like there is a, a need you know, for another um, means of engaging and bringing people together across the world, really, especially when it's free. And yes, I'll have to pick up the tab on the fees around the membership site. And especially at the moment, you know, that won't be that easy to do. But, uh, you know, that's a sort of short term issue 
that will be resolved quite soon and it will be a pleasure if I can facilitate this sort of community feel. So we'll see anyway, but um, yeah, as I say, a real kind of day of, you know, just getting feedback from, from people and then, you know, making a decision based on the information received and essentially your own gut feel of what the right thing to do is. Before I, before I sign off, the other thing I wanted to talk about today was I'm very aware that I'm always talking about finding your purpose and finding your passion and pursuing it. And, you know, this is an, a podcast that's aimed predominantly at veterinary, <laughs> that's a weird pronunciation, at veterinary people. Now, that's supposed to be a vocational profession, and you're supposed to be passionate about that in the first place. And for many people, that is their purpose. So, you know, if you if you feel like you're pursuing your purpose and you still have your passion and you're happy and all of that stuff, then, you know, you're not the, you're not the person I'm trying to motivate and incentivize to do something else. Having said that, even within the profession, there may be other things that you've always wanted to try to, you know, to try and to pursue that you still could do. But I'm also like, you know, if you find yourself in a negative state of mind and energy, complaining a lot, disillusioned, um, you know, even depressed, apathetic, all that sort of stuff, then, you know, you obviously also have to take a step back and decide whether it is still right for you. And if it is, then what steps are you going to take to improve your situation? So I just wanted to acknowledge that I'm aware of that, that, you know, it might sound a bit weird that I'm telling people to stop becoming vets, but I'm not really. I'm just saying, you know, consider your life. And I've got to sign out. So um, take chances, be compassionate, live in a beautiful state, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Cheers. Bye-bye.